0: On this week's episode, we talk about the Hockey Hall of Fame, NBA signings and trades, and our Baseball Fist of Cups. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 22, season two, Points and Penalties. For all our listeners, we'd like to remind you to please subscribe or get your podcast. For all our viewers on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel by clicking the little PNP button in the bottom right-hand corner of this video, no matter how you check out P&P, give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. My name is Josh. With me are my co-host, Jesse and Kevin. Peter's away today. Kevin, got to start with you, buddy, especially with that awesome shirt on. What are you drinking tonight?
1: Well, it's not Murphy's, uh, even though we did do a little walkthrough. But it's not Murphy's. I'm having a, uh, an original Extra Strong beer. It is an 8.6%. Oh shit. And it's imported from Holland. Oh shit. Went
2: international.
1: Oh shit. An 8.6. Yes, sir. Let's just practice bad boys. She's definitely a strong beer, boys. (laughs) (laughs) So I would normally pass this on to Pedro, but obviously he's mentioned Yo, she's not here today. So Sneezy, what's your poison?
2: So I'm going back to one that was on the show for a while, and it's new and improved, MVP. Oh, gee, MVP. MVP. It is a new recipe. They're using corns that rice this time, and it's got a different flavor, and it's pretty good. I've already had a few, but I'll have this one as well. Still solid as ever. Not the strongest one, not for this show for sure, but. It is a good beer always on a hot day like we had today. Right. Yosh, did you trump me?
0: (laughs) I trumped you. Maybe (laughs) my combination trumped Kev. I don't know. We'll have to to check the jury on that one. Uh, So, Kev, as you mentioned with your shirt there, you've got a Murphy's Law Distillery uh, hoodie on uh, on Saturday, uh, the three of us. as Peter is uh, in Newfoundland, so he can't be part of this but well, we went to the Murphy's law distillery and did a little tour. So it was awesome. We had a good time, uh, learned lots, uh, uncle Randy he did a great job, shout out. And, uh, so in honor of that, even though this is usual, usually Kevin's deal, but I decided just to uh, have a little drink of Murphy's law, a little caramel. So I got that in a sipper today. And then after our little moonshine tour, we went to a brewery. So I figured I better support the brewery. So from rural roots, uh, in Elmira, I've got Sailor's Delight and it's a six
1: percent.
2: That one's a real fruity one. That's what the chick chopped me off with yeah. my my well, Yeah,
1: you had a combination of what I was drinking to uh to that one.
0: Oh, well, that is fruity. Yeah. Hmm. It's like it's a little too sweet for me, but it, it,
2: yeah. it is it is fruity. It'll actually probably be all right with my uh, moonshine. Maybe I can mix them.
0: Uh, don't, don't really <laughs> I know I would. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would not do that. What what
2: Kev, what did you get there? Did you get Car- caramel too?
1: Yeah, I got caramel as well. Only reasons why I got that because uh Uncle Randy mentioned that uh it's a good combination with their um with their apple pie. So uh-huh. that's why I got that one. Makes so sense, man. Caramel apple. Combined it. Mm.
2: Yeah. I got the sweet tea, which I more or less for the fiance, but um, yeah, I will definitely be partaking in that, that for sure.
1: Yeah, that sweet T Bone was really good. I liked it. They i were all I,
2: I, I liked the. I didn't like the Warheads that much, but that's just me. Um I liked the the bourbon version of the White Light. <laughs>
0: yeah, the one thirty proof. Yeah, <laughs> that
2: was that one was spicy, but it was it was good. It was better than the
0: the tequila flavor was, version. Or, yeah, the tequila yeah.
2: Fra- flavored one, but the yeah it was like only 40% too. I don't think of different
0: flavors, just the way that it was made. It was done. In, yeah. In, and the the time frame that sits in there just brings on different flavor profiles, but
1: and that pepper one, I, I loved the, your reaction when you had that uh, <laughs> the pepper one there, Yosh. I mean, it was
0: really good, but it was really spicy. And that it was the, the pepper, the spice, uh, you know, the habanero that I wasn't expecting to be that hot, uh, but it was quite good. And I should probably get some to make Caesars, but I haven't made a real Caesar in a long time. Like I just buy them, right? It's so much easier.
2: So lazy.
0: Yeah. Oh, I used you'll, to make Caesars. You'll like, probably do it for
2: camping though, won't you? Or no?
0: No. Or too, much crap to bring? too much shit.
1: Yeah. Just yeah. Way too much shit to bring. Just buy the can, shake it, and then get your hangover cure over. That's right.
0: All right, guys. So, in the opening, I talked about a baseball fist cuff, and this must have been a big one if we're talking about it here on this big show, points and penalties. So, Jessica, I'm going to roll it over to you, and I want you to tell us what happened here.
2: Yeah. So, this all started on Saturday, last Saturday. Uh, I forget who got hit. Uh, I think it was like Trout, almost got a, It was a high inside yep. pitch near his head. Keeper. And then and then the following Sunday, tensions were high, and I can't remember the pitcher's name, but it was a uh, Winker got hit right at, uh, before someone else on the Mariners as well, saying so, he was really really pissed off, and the whole manager, Mariners bench wanted to get uh, the pitcher thrown out. Uh, Andrew Watts went. went uh, they wanted to get him thrown out, and then he just started. Jesse Wicker went over to the dugout and just wanted to pick a fight with the whole team, and then everyone came out. Escalated. They were throwing a lot of punches, a lot of punches from both Winker and J.P. Crawford. It was uh, it was wild. It was a long brawl. Uh, bullpens emptied, and the managers getting pulled off for uh, for L.A. And I think it was, like, the interim manager, too. It wasn't the, the original one. So, yeah, so Phil Nevy, uh, he got suspended for 10 games for intentionally throwing uh, by pitcher Andrew Waltz, so I guess he, he, he asked him to do that. And then third baseman Anthony Rendon was suspended for five games for his actions, and he's done for the season, too. So his, his suspension will go into the following year. And yeah, the pitcher Andrew Wance is suspended for three games. Assistant pitching manager Dom Chitty, 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 uh, f- <laughs> five games, and an old J Ryan Tapera was suspended for three games. And Rysel Iglesias uh, got suspended for two games for his actions, which were pretty funny, which I'll get to later. And then there's a bench coach and a couple other things. Uh, so the Mariners, who, the main guys were Jesse Winker and J.P. Crawford, and then Julio Rodriguez was suspended as well. Uh, Winker got seven, and Crawford got five, and Rodriguez got two. So this was really intense. Um, like I said, it went on for a long, long time, and the uh, punches were thrown a lot. And then Rice Gracie, who was teammates with Winker in Cincinnati, Fucking decided to throw a box of seeds, and he launched this thing. It actually went pretty far for how it went, but it was ridiculous. And just pretty much restarted back up again. Just him trying to go fight the Mariners and everything like that. So it was, it was, it was pretty crazy. And the Angels and Mariners play eight games in eleven days. So these guys are. There's gonna is a series to watch. This is an intense, fucking AL West battle. I want to. I want to see more of too and i for me the the brawl it like you don't want to see violence and everything like that but man was it exciting like you you i haven't seen a, a brawl like that in a long time you don't see it at all anymore so it, it was it was interesting obviously you don't want people getting hurt or throwing punches and stuff like that but it was it was a spectacle
1: Who was the dude that had the cast
2: I, I don't know maybe it was Anthony Randeau because you said he was injured already right mm-hmm. so he's done for the season so must he, be, yeah it might have been him.
1: Yeah
0: I don't know I thought this was uh, like I said just you don't want anybody to get hurt in these fights or whatever, but it does make the ball, ball game it's you know a typically slow boring ball game or can be <laughs> anyway you know pretty exciting so um, so I think what I wrote into this was that uh, the Mariners threw like you said at Trout's head, Type thing, whether it was intentional or not, who knows? And then they came back the same game, I guess, and throw it up uh, into Julio Rodriguez.
2: That's what it was. It was up in area. area,
0: and then that spilled over to the Sunday. And then they put in uh, the A's, or sorry, the the Angels put in a an opener. So normally a bullpen guy is this wants or wants or whatever, and basically went out there to plunk guys, and that's yep. why this whole fucking thing kind of blew up because if it was just a regular starter, right? he's probably not going to go and plunk a couple guys right off the bat in the new game. So it makes sense to go and say, Hey bud, <laughs> you're a reliever. We're going to need you to go plunk a couple guys. <laughs> then I'll bring in my starter to finish the game off. But well, like I said, it was, uh, it was crazy. Lots and lots of suspensions. Uh, it Uh Like I said, it'll be interesting over the next handful of days here, I guess. So that'll be, that was always,
2: it was yeah. in the, probably the Friday, maybe even Thursday. I don't even know. Yeah. But, but the Friday to Sunday, the, this should all happen on a Sunday and then this coming week as well.
0: Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Although half of their players won't be playing <laughs> and coaches. So, <laughs> so who knows what that'll bring uh, in terms of competitiveness, but um, probably fine, really. But it looks at like things.
2: Well, not a lot of big names were like Jesse Winker. He was a superstar last year, but he's, he's not been that great this year. Yeah. And JP Crawford was big at the beginning of the year. He's slowing down a lot, too. Rodriguez is more it's, of a hit.
0: Yeah, it's J Rod and and that aforementioned Ryan Tapera. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Iglesias. Is that what you're talking about?
0: No, Ryan Tapera, the XJ. That, that's it.
2: Well,
0: yeah. I, it, I mean, it was a joke. Iglesias,
2: you. Okay. Yeah. It's a joke. <laughs> Iglesias is, is a pretty good reliever, uh, closer, so sucks that they lose them, but they're not going anywhere. (laughs) LA has a lot of – the Angels have a lot of good players, but they can't seem to win.
1: Yep. What I got out of this, uh, like, you, you see benches go. You see bullpens running. But usually it's just a gathering. Like, it's just a little shove, shove, push, push. But this one, man, I'm telling you, there are some, like, punches landed. It wasn't just, you know, like some random, like, squirrely like this. I mean, there are punches that were just being connected and just this was, this was like, wow. I mean, that, like you said, Josh, nothing nothing more exciting than uh, than watching a full-out baseball brawl. Yeah, man, it's but, pretty fun. Yeah.
2: It's just UFC right there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was just shocked. And I mean, as, as coordinated as these guys are, man, they can't throw punches. But this one, oh, yeah, man. Punches were being landed. I'm, it was just unwear. A
2: lot of connected punches in baseball. Don't you remember fucking
0: Bryce Harper?
2: Harper? Yeah, R- 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 no doer getting. Do oh say? yeah, Jose. Yeah. Oh yeah, game.
1: yeah. Now he didn't fall over or, or anything.
2: He took it, but it was it, he connected.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he yeah, had Nolan Ryan. Rylan had this one guy in a headlock, and he was just feeding them. Let me remember yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't remember that watching it, but I remember seeing you know the highlights years yeah. later. It's yeah. funny
2: how we celebrate it, but we're like, oh no violence. But <laughs> 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 that's there will be something on DS Center like best brawls. Yeah. <laughs> it probably will be. <laughs>
1: probably will be.
2: Yeah. But it was just it was just crazy that the the Umston, like get rid of the Wance guy right away. Like because that's what Seattle was asking for right away. Like right. The, the bench. And then Winker heard something from the other dugout and then he wanted to take on the team.
0: Yeah, went off the hook.
2: <laughs> and and Rice, Rice like, Iglesias, too. Like, it was, like, a good, like, six minutes before he threw the seats back onto the field <laughs> after they had all split up. But there was multiple times where they thought the thing was under control and then they would just, like, pile back onto each other again.
0: I always find when the bullpen's clear... It's funny because they they all run into the pile and then they just stand there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. why don't you just start beating the shit out of each other as you're running you're in? Running like. into, yeah. <laughs>
2: they they pull guys off because they're supposed to be cooler heads yeah, for the most oh, part, right? Sure. It's yeah, it is kind of ridiculous that they're both running out of like the same area.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> you watch that video, like there's a bunch that are just running side by side, like they're chatting on their way in. Yeah. Like and maybe they are, right? Maybe they're yeah you stupid fucks or whatever, you know?
2: Well, that's the thing. The, the, the Jays in their home stadium is the two ones in left field and the other ones in the right. Mm-hmm. That's the way it should be. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Speaking but, of the Jays. <laughs>
2: yeah, speaking of the Jays, they did not have a great weekend. Got their asses kicked by Tampa a few times. And the Jays are now 44 and 36, 14 games back of the Yanks and the AL East. And during this, these June games, they went 15 and 13. So that's not going to get it done for these guys. That is pretty, pretty bad. Um, and they're only 16 and 18 in against the division this year, which is, Even it's worse. a tough division. <laughs> so like, it's, it is what it is. But you still got to be better than that to be able to get close to the Yanks. Now the good news: the Jays do have the best OPS in the MLB, which at uh, six or seven hundred sixty-two, fifth in home runs, and bodies leading that for the Jays. Third in RBIs, the Yanks are the first there. Second in doubles, Boston is first there. Fuck Boston. Fuck yeah, Boston, and third in average with. Uh, 261. So the offense has finally shown up for us, which is what we expected. Mm -hmm. The problem is the pitching has gone downhill after a pretty decent start. And as I've been saying through the podcast a bunch, you know, like once you get into the warmer months, you're going to see a lot of offense take off and pitching going down. And the Jays have gone down really bad. They are the 10th worst in ERA and tied for the seventh most uh, home runs given up. So, it's, it. yeah, it's been a tough go at, at the for the pitching.
1: But. Yeah, man, he got uh, that Kevin guy. He got yeah, his I foot. I mean, he got he got, he got got hit hard to the point where he couldn't even go after the ball. Thank God that back catcher, whoever it was, uh, it was starter. pretty quick. I don't think it was Kirk.
0: It's been Mourinho then. Yeah. It wasn't Kirk, but, it was Mourinho. He was Since quick. Danny's not playing, so –
1: he was quick and got there and, and got the out, but yeah, I mean Kevin was down, and then I was like, well, oh, no, here we go! There goes another starter."
0: Well, that's the other thing, right? Losing Ryu, although he wasn't pitching great, is is a you know still a hit to your rotation. And Kikuchi is what I thought he was going to be serviceable at best, and you know the other guys are doing great, but that's you know, and hopefully Gosman is not having issues, but. Hopefully, like you said, I think Jesse's yesterday said his, his x-rays came back negative, so that's good. I'm not sure uh if we've heard anything beyond that, but
2: yeah, they're um, no, they're hit and no. miss right now,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hit just, hit on the offense, miss on I mean, the pitching.
2: Like we've got Manoa, who's been pretty good. Barrios has been horrible, like one of the worst pitchers in the league this year. He is he is just being bad. And for a guy that was supposed to be ace, um, Gosman had a tough June as well. Um, I heard that he was tipping his pitches. Wow. Yeah. So they got him a, bit, a softball glove. <laughs> he was playing with a softball glove up there. Nice. And uh, just so he could hide the ball more in there <laughs> when he was doing it, so the guys on second couldn't, couldn't tip the batter off. But yeah, so that's sucks. I, hope, I don't know if he's he, he's probably gonna see a stint on that deal. I don't know if it's been done yet, but mm-hmm. they need him back badly because, yeah, without Manoa, we are in trouble. Coochies and shit. Although Ross Ross Strickland has been pretty good.
0: Yeah, I got no qualms with him. Although, did he pitch today? I think he pitched today and got beat up, but
2: oh, after I just said that. <laughs> well, anyways. I think we all are on the same page here where what the Jays need most for this uh, trade deadline coming up and that is pitching. Trade for a bunch of that last year. Uh, it helped it helped us at the end but now we're still struggling and they kept a lot of the same guys too so it's it's it kind of sucks.
0: Definitely sucks. And like I haven't heard of any rumblings of who they might be looking at even in the pitching Realm, like I keep hearing Andrew Ben Benintendi, and I'm like, why do we need Andrew Benintendi? Like, I, I don't, I don't get why we need to add another outfielder. Like it doesn't make sense to me. So well,
2: it's just unless, unless
1: you're freeing up to to get rid of some more, though, I mean, if you've got so many out there, you got more to dump off to probably get your pitchers.
0: Maybe yeah, I guess, but that seems like it's,
1: I don't know. It's ridiculous seems, if you have like. kind of
0: counterproductive to me. Just go right. and get a fucking a picture. A couple, a couple, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like three of them: two starters and two have, bullpen guys. Have
2: involved. you heard anything about Nate Pearson yet?
0: No, just.
2: We, we cannot keep our prospects here. Like they're supposed to be top ten. Like Manoa wasn't supposed to be there, but he's been dominating, which is awesome. We love that, but um, he was not on a bit high. Like,
1: I think that guy's only gonna get better. The guy's still young. He still has a bit of control issue, but he's he's only gonna get
2: better. Yeah, no, one's gonna continue. For sure. He's lighting it up he's wild how good he is.
0: The last I remember hearing on on Nate Pearson is that they were uh you know they still wouldn't throw out the idea of him being a starter but he was pitching uh like a reliever would so and i don't i mean it is, is what it is if you if you can't be the starter then be a great reliever so you know if and he's got he's got the juice he's got the he's got the velo. Oh, yeah, so
2: sure
0: you know do it you know and, and as a relief guy you can go with two pitches right so if he's a, that's all you know if he can't throw a curveball or whatever the issue is you know or, or locating stuff over the course of being a starter then let's let's push him hard to be a reliever. And maybe he can be that the raw stripling of last year, right? The long man type thing, the, the Thorntons. And, and if you can put a guy that can throw fireballs for three or four innings, let's get her done.
2: You don't want to try and get him into the closer role.
0: I mean, maybe, but do you want to move Romano right you
2: know, now? I'm like, he's, he, uh, I think he's had a few opportunities squander for sure, but he's been asked to do a lot this year so far, and he had a lot to do at the end of last year too. So he yeah. might might have be a little bit uh, overused, but
0: a little fatigued. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I think he would be a great closer. I've been saying this for a while, but it'd be he's you. You're saying that he's got to develop another pitch. I think he just needs to get stay on the fucking ball diamond.
0: No, 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 I don't think he needs another pitch. I'm saying that, like, if he's, if he, as a starter, if he's rolling with four or five pitches as a reliever, you can go with two. So he can just focus on those two pitches, focus on continually locating them. And maybe that's what gets him back to the bigs and playing in high leverage situations, or at least medium leverage situations for, as a, as a reliever
2: situations, like I said, he's got to be on the diamond because he has been injury prone.
0: 100%.
2: So this is uh, pretty much the halfway point of the season for the Jays. Where do you guys see them finishing?
1: Not where we said in the beginning of it. One
2: hundred percent. Yeah. They 100%. are Far off from where they were.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's because all of us had some big, huge expectations for them that you know our our bad vibes yeah, have gone to bad them. Juju. Yeah. Maybe we should just think some bad juju on them, and maybe they'll just get better.
2: I mean, that worked with Tay hey Oscar.
1: Yeah, I yeah. called
2: the note. He fucking turned it on in June.
1: Right. So fuck you, Jays. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they are. They're a ways off, but
0: I don't remember I, what I said for how many wins.
2: We were all over one one hundred. I think I was the lowest because because. Kev, you were in... The, I was at like, 98. High yeah, the I was high at high 98. And then, yeah. then you switched it.
1: 102. So I'm just because I you went to 101. It. Yeah, I just wanted Elphigio 1. Some on dog somewhere.
0: Yeah. Well, we can find it. It just takes a while. <laughs> if only we had somebody, like, categorizing everything and <laughs> making it really easy <laughs> to find anything. <laughs> we, need, we need to pay people for that. Not going to happen. Uh, I would say, so what are they, 44 and whatever now, the uh, the old Gs? Um, I'm going to say that they are going to – I'm saying, like, 95 wins still. I think they're going to have a big second half. That
1: would
0: be really be exa- big.
2: That would be the exact same, though, pretty much, right?
0: That's what I mean. Like, it's – well, It's one win one more. Well, time. no, because they're 44, so that would be 88. So, I'm saying they're going to do another – you know, five or six games. Oh,
2: okay, gotcha. I understand.
0: Um, and I'm gonna say, I gotta say, they're gonna make the first wild card spot.
1: They're Not currently cool with that.
0: in the second wild card spot, and it's Boston. So I feel like they're gonna Fuck Boston. I feel like they're Who gonna knows? Get- and like,
2: you can know like Tampa Bay is hurt right now too, so they're gonna get some guys back. They're gonna start ripping up. They're only half a game behind us mm-hmm. so it's gonna be difficult uh, boston might be getting chris sale back too soon
1: fuck boston fuck boston <laughs> so i so you said
2: 94 95? 95 95 wins yeah okay um yeah i'll i'll say uh I'm gonna say a little bit less than
0: that. It's the, probably gonna be a little less.
2: That, it's gonna be it's gonna be really difficult um, getting that first wild card is gonna be more difficult. Um, I, I'm gonna say they're gonna get the 90 wins. I think they got the, what was it last year, 91.
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna say 92. <laughs> 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 so yeah, they gotta turn it on, with your trades or whatever. But, yeah, that's that's where they're going to be. I know, like, not too long ago I said that they're going to be able to pass the Yankees, but they've just increased that lead not a by a bunch. And, yeah, now the good thing is, is the Yankees are looking – their pitching is coming back down to earth, but they're still hitting, like, crazy. They're hit,
0: still hitting it off this earth. So, yeah. I mean, they're 35 games over 500, like – you know, or th- thirty plus at least. Like it's it's ridiculous how good they're playing right now. Like, so it's going to be hard for it's going to be hard for anybody in the East to catch them, or sorry, in the AL to catch them. And in the East, <laughs> but.
1: Well, I'm going to say guys are going to have uh, that amount of wins there. Oh 86, shit, eighty-six. 86. Now nah, less than my one hundred and one. A little
2: bit. <laughs> No, mine was 101. Yours oh, sorry. Yeah, 102. All yeah, right. We think we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be tough for them to finish out. Like I said, I think we're going to have to make some trades and we're going to give up some prospects. Hopefully, they trade Groshen so my I can get him into the MLB. So, because I need him to get some service time in. And...
0: For fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Look what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that
1: And I think uh, with what the Jays need, I'm just gonna say this, just because it's just gonna irk you. We need outfielders, man.
0: You're right. Bring on the outfield. You know what? Bring on Mookie Betts. I'm fine with that. There's
2: someone. I, I mean, like you know, Acuna. Like, or... I don't think they'll be trading him away or anything.
0: No. <laughs> let's bring in. Let's bring in Aaron Judge.
1: Nah, but for real, I mean, I did obviously what you guys are saying, pitching. If we need anything right now it's gonna help this squad is pitching.
0: Yeah, man. The rest of it's pretty solid still. Like, you know, the, the platoon at second base hasn't been horrible. And I guess it's mostly been Espinol, but
2: Yeah, he's been pretty good.
0: Yeah. So
2: he's been actually really
0: good. And you'll take you'll take defense over offense from that position, right? So
2: Right, but he's also producing. Offensive. He's producing That's pretty
0: well. Yeah. Definitely better than, like Biggio. Although Biggio has been heating up a little bit lately, but but anyway,
2: I'm not I'm not shaking. Sure that still roll with this one. The best thing is uh, Mr. Kirk. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that guy's Fucking on all-star, fire.
0: All star voting. He's he's the first catcher by a mile. Oh yeah. Then there's all the Gs. Like there's a buncher that are. It's just like last year. We're gonna have a
2: bunch of fucking all stars, but we can't. Or we will barely get into the playoffs. Yeah. Like it, it's just. Curious, Good on it's, paper. It's, it's Charlie Montoya. I'm not a big fan of him. I, mean, I think he needs to go.
1: We've been Gaston back. No. Sure. Bring Sito. Come on. He tried it's, once before and it didn't work. It's a different. So.
0: It's a different game nowadays. So.
1: Cedar would still be coached in the old way.
2: Well, Kev, since Peter's not here, maybe you can give us some accurate stuff in the NHL. <laughs>
1: but we'll try and get some, from our, like, a little bit more accurate than uh, the good old Pedro. But what's going on here, guys, is what I like to talk about with the NHL is that uh, the Hall of Fame. So there will be six new members in the Hockey Hall of Fame this year, and they will include Daniel Everson, the Sundin Twins, uh, you got um, Roberta Luongo and um, Re- oh, hopefully I don't mess her name up badly, but most likely Rikia Celian. Uh, Sounds she, right to me, man. She'll be in there. Mm-hmm. And then um, a Herb um, Carnage.
0: I think it's Carne- Carnegie.
1: Carnegie. So those are the guys you're going to have in your Hall of Fame of this year. But we're going to get into Danny Alverson which retired in 2014. He played like uh, 1,246 games. His goals were 426, assists were 682, points were 1,108, power play goals were 131, shorthanded goals, 25, and game winning goals, 69. Good game (laughs) winning number. Uh, He has um, also been the winner of the uh, Cider, or sorry, the Calder Trophy in 1996, and if we're going to get into the, um, the Sundine twins, now this is something that um, I do remember that they would not play unless they were on the same team. Yep. They would not be traded unless both of them went. Um, but yeah, Daniel and Henrik, uh, they're, they're twins that to get um, together in the hall of fame in the first year of eligibility, which is pretty cool. They combined for 2,111 points together over 17 years with Vancouver Henry took home a Hart Trophy and an Art Ross in uh, 2010. Daniel won the Ted Lindsay, um, the Lester B Pearson, and Art Ross in 2011. Yeah,
2: uh, so was that like written to their contract? What you were talking about with the?
1: Yeah. I wouldn't say it was. Was, was it written clause? in their contract?
0: Yep, it was an no old trade clause, unless it was with the other the other brother. It's a business. A fuck the Vancouver Canucks don't give two fucks if you want to play with your brother and it's not written into a contract, right? They'll trade you if if it makes more sense.
1: And I do remember they did. Vancouver did move up to get that second pick to get the brother because I think they what what six and seven.
0: That I don't know. That you need to talk to Peter.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) Peter doesn't know either. That's true. So we're going to get into the Roberto Luongo. I mean, he, great goalie. Uh, I think he did more for the Canadian side of things than actually the NHL, for sure. but, um, will be inducted also for his first year of eligibility, which is pretty cool. Uh, obviously we all know he's a goaltender, uh, which in 2011 was the, uh, was in the cup final. Um, over parts of 19 seasons with the Canucks, Florida Panthers. Um, I think he also was with um, the, um, yeah, the Islanders. Uh, Luongo um, faced 30,924 shots across 1,044 appearances. Go ahead, Josh. I'm thinking job. about
0: it, but I just don't know, so I'm not going to.
1: Oh, come on. You're I don't know. Anyways. It's
0: not fucking it's, it's any, it's any other sport but hockey, man.
1: <laughs> the Longo, like I said, faced um, thirty thousand nine hundred twenty-four shots across one thousand and forty-four appearances. The Longo sits ninth in career save percentage at nine point, or sorry, 0.919. Never won a Vesna trophy, but got a Jennings trophy. That's in two thousand and eleven, he never
2: won a Vesna trophy.
1: Yeah, like I said, guys, the most that uh, we all remember Loango is for his international record is nearly un uh, unmatched. With two two Olympic golds, two World Championship golds, and one World Gold Cup, so there you go for the good old Roberto.
0: I mean, he definitely was a great goalie, but he also played at a time with a bunch of great players too, right? Like, I mean, obviously Team Canada's are always good good players and whatnot, but, and that would probably. Be a, a bigger or, or a big reason why he didn't do much uh in the Stanley Cup type thing because the team was obviously not as good. When you have a phenomenal team in front of you, it's pretty easy to play goalie. Yeah, right? and you know he Pedro. He, to begin with, he was very good goalie for sure. Don't and give
1: me and, he, and you know Pedro probably would have challenged me in regards to the, the third team I threw out there that Longo played for. Yeah. So You're, why don't you, you right. pitch just try one?
2: I I just checked it. Just just I was just curious. I would I knew no one was gonna challenge, but yeah. The beginning, the beginning, that he started off with the Islanders. Hmm.
0: Well, there you go. Look at you, trying to fucking fish for a fucking
2: point there, Kev. Fucker. <laughs> I mean, he's really good at
1: it. <laughs> and we had the, um, again, the uh, Rica Salian. that will be known to hockey fans for more for her international play than anything else. First Finnish um, women's hockey player to be inducted, a three-time European champion, two-time Olympic medalist, and uh, seven-time World Championship. Selina is also the first uh, Finland to become the um, consensus to make that team a third-ranked in their country. So in one, world. yeah, unreal for for what she's done for. The Finns and uh, so she's, in the she's Haley
0: Wickenheiser
1: of Finland, oh, Finland, yeah. And then we have this, um, Herb Carnegie again, Carnage Carnage Carnegie, Carnegie, <laughs> Herb <laughs> Carnegie. Now, he didn't actually make the NHL, he never played in the, in the NHL, but he's there for the career. Um, was recognized when he was in, inducted into Canadian Sports Hall of Fame in 2001 and the Ontario Sports Hall of Fame in 2014. He died in Toronto in March of 2012, and at the uh, age of 92. And there's your inductees, boys. What was he
2: then?
1: He was just a, I guess, um, one of the black players. Um, that was um, inspiration, I guess, to um other black Other players? black players? <laughs>
0: So I saw, I saw a post. Um, it was either Alfredson's or Eric Carlson's, uh, and they were sitting side by side on a couch. And it, I, I think Carlson told uh, Alfredson that he made the hall type thing. He he delivered the message, and they're sitting side by side. And Carlson still looks like he should, like he could play hockey, and Alfredson is looking a bit fluffy. <laughs> 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 But you see, he's still on Daniel Alfredsson, you can totally tell who he is, you know, and there's, you know, hasn't changed that much and whatnot. But he definitely looks a little bit fluffier now. But hey, might as well. They're playing hockey anymore. You got shit to do.
2: I mean, he was like your favorite guy, right?
1: No, 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 no. He was by far hated. He was by no. far hated because when uh, Matt Sundin threw a stick over the bench or over the glass and got a penalty for it, I remember Alferson breaking his, and he went to go. Oh, he's like, yeah, no, he just dropped the stick prick. But,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Great player though, man. I mean, they, yeah. all these people in this, uh, this hall is well-deserved. Um, Luongo well-deserved, but could have won a cup.
0: You know what else that Louis
1: is, is really good at Twitter.
0: Follow Louis Luongo on Twitter and he is fucking funny like there's he always has something to say about something like it, it's he's good i know pete's a twitter guy he would uh he would definitely second that that motion but i think i can't remember what it's called like strombone 39 or something like that is his, is his tag uh handler or whatever but it's, he's pretty funny
1: well i guess from one sport to the other and i guess we're following back to baseball in our mvp
2: This week's MVP for points and penalties is my boy, Nolan Arenado.
1: Why is he your boy?
2: Because he plays for my fantasy team. (laughs) And that's why he's my boy. And then he helped me out a bunch this week. Uh, This game is still really tight between me and my opponent. And I need him to come out clutch again and get me the win today. (laughs) But He's in the MVP because he had his second cycle of his career the other night against Philly. And just Fuck them give you Phillies a little... suck.
1: Pardon? Fuck they suck. They suck. <laughs> the, the Phillies? <laughs> they
2: they they ended up winning the game, but just let me let me tell you what happened the first time. Uh Arenado hit for the cycle. He was a member of the Rockies. And he blasted off a walk-off game-winning three-run shot on Father's Day in 2017. Which is a great way to get your cycle, your first cycle. Probably yeah. one of the better ones. And then this one, he recorded the his second cycle in the eighth when Philly third baseman Matt Verling couldn't field a pretty hard hit ball at him. Uh, they ruled it as a single, an infield single, and then he had a throwing error on top of it. Um, but he was probably going to be safe even if he had it on, on the money because it hit him pretty hard, and uh, he it popped up in the air. And then he had a really bad throw. So this time around, Aaron Otto, who is well-known to be a gold Glover superstar in that, but he botched a ground ball in the fifth that led to three runs for the Phillies and that ended up tying it up erasing St. Louis's lead. And then the Phillies ended up winning 5-3. So this one's a little bit more bittersweet. It's not as great as the, the first cycle that he got. And it, 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 it like you said, he'd rather win games, but he's, he's happy he's got it. And uh, we've talked about people before getting the cycle, so he's gotten two. He's one behind a bunch of people that are tied there. So hopefully you can get it next week for me because I need him to do well again. (laughs) (laughs) My team sucks. But uh, here's to you, bud. Congrats on being our MVP.
0: Cheers, Nolan. Cheers, bro. So Jess, in your notes here, it says in 2017, when he hit that walk-off uh, dinger, that he was, uh, you are getting the MVP chance.
2: Yeah.
0: Did he uh, did he win the MVP that year? Was he? Do you remember who who won that? Or I mean, you would think that they would only ch- typically just because a guy hit a home run, maybe he's the MVP of that game. But you typically don't chant MVP unless you know he's he, an absolute superstar and he's up. You know. Well,
2: he was that.
0: I know, he but that's what I mean. Team. If he was so good that he was. You know, in the in the race.
2: I am not sure who won it that year, but I, he was the, probably definitely in the race. I would think. I'm trying to think back like who would have been like big in the NL. Nothing's come to my mind. <laughs> 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 uh so I, I don't know. Someone should look at that.
1: Well, I'm pretty L2-Vay. sure L2V in 2017. Yeah. Yeah, L Tove did it. You just fish him then? Is that what you're saying? Maybe. <laughs> you Arenado didn't even get a vote that year. If, if you have two people automatically saying El Tuve, then go ahead, Jesse, fucking challenge.
0: No, I'm
2: saying he was trying to fish me. I was me fishing to, to yeah. see if he was.
1: Well, man. when I you said Tuve, I said Tuve. Right. It. Yeah. So you're saying, Jesse, you don't believe us?
2: No, I said no. You.
1: He says he believes. He asked if I was
0: fishing and I said yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty tough to talk me into one of those.
0: (laughs) Well, I was hoping that you would say the MVP chance part. So you know I didn't have to go back and circle back to it, you know, but
2: oh well doesn't mean he he would have gotten it. I
0: know, I know for sure. Uh
2: but what do you want to tell us what's happening? there
0: on the hardwood well there has been lots of movement lots of uh lots of changes lots of signings and a couple trades that have shaken up uh day 20 and 22 2023 season already and we're just getting started so i'm just going to go through a few quickly and then uh, i've got a couple questions for you guys on some other ones so the nets and uh Kyrie Irving, he opted into his $36.5 million player option for the 2022-2023 uh, season. Uh, it was reported that the the Nets would be happy to lose both. So not necessarily happy, but they wouldn't be too upset if they lost both KD and Kyrie so that they could just kind of start fresh action because they didn't like what happened last year uh, with all with Kyrie and his COVID status and, and the vaccination and all that. And then obviously KD is always hurt and, you know, he didn't have a great game and he was always disgruntled. And then you had, uh, you had the James Harden thing. So they kind of just want to wash their hands of everything and just kind of start fresh. It kind of, it seems, but too bad. So sad for them. Kyrie opted into his uh, 35 or dollar contract, which why wouldn't you? And so fuck the Nets.
1: <laughs> you think that's why KD wants out? Because Irving's sitting there coming back or, or opting in.
0: I don't know, man. It's hard to say. Maybe. It's it, definitely. It could also school. be in the
2: Nets too just are giving him the business. So he just wants to get the hell out of
0: them, mm. too. Yeah, who knows? We'll talk about KD after. Um Dallas Mavericks were told that uh their guard Jalen Brunson, who had a great playoff. Uh, He had signed with the Knicks in free agency, four years, 104 million. John Wall, who I'm sure we all know, he was slated to make 47 million plus after exercising his option with the Rockets, has reached a buyout with the team, and he's going to join the Clippers. So now you're going to have a semi, if ever healthy, Kawhi, Paul George, and uh, and John John Wall here. Um, So that they, you know,
2: nice steady lineup. Yeah, as, long, if, as, everyone can as long
0: as they can stay healthy. Yep, hundred uh, percent. Bradley Beal sticks with Washington Wizards on a five-year, two hundred fifty-one million dollar deal. Wow, which is one of those. It's not the super max contract, but it's uh, it's one of those big max mothers. Uh, same with Zach Levine, although because his tenure is a little, uh, he's got two years less than than uh, Bradley Beal. He gets basically the same deal, uh, but it's only five years worth two fifteen based on his tenure. So. The way that those max contracts work. And then Russell Westbrook for the geriatrics, he's gonna exercise his 47.1 million dollar option to keep playing with the Lakers. Again, that's one of those things he's not gonna get 47 million dollars anywhere else. So you might as well play for the Lakers. Um, do you guys think no matter what happens in Lakerland this year or this offseason? What do you think they're gonna do? Do you think they'll be better than last year? We may have asked this before already. And if we do, I'm sorry that I, I'm asking it again. But you know, now that you know that Westbrook's sticking around, you obviously know that LaBitch is sticking around. Um, you know, I there's still talk maybe about a trade for AD. Uh they they were looking at Kyrie. Um yeah, so I was seeing that obviously that's getting, not happening now, but
2: even getting KD there, I, I also saw it too like reuniting the all the uh, the old.
0: That's almost Dream Team, man. Holy fuck. I know.
2: Um, <laughs> OK, uh Yeah, OKC, the Thunder.
0: Mm, right. When they were
1: all there. But. I thought K- uh, KD was up fourth. Uh, the Suns and the Heat. Those were the big ones.
0: Well, that's where KD is. Yes, those are his preferred locations, but we'll get to KD. <laughs>
2: uh, I think... Again, it all depends on health, man. Like, like you said, this is the GRX team. It's another year older. Fucking 80's not gonna be out there. We know that he's gonna get yeah. hurt again. Oh. Um and yeah, if they can trade him to get someone else that's so I can be there and on the court and help I'll out Westbrook and LeBron, like it, it there is a shot here, and aged 80 just cannot stay healthy. So I'm I would think because they're going to do stuff. You obviously know that's, that they're going to try and get, make this team better. Oh, yeah. They're going to be better this year.
0: You got to think, you got to think they, you know, if they regress, then you have to blow it up from a Lakers standpoint, like fuck LeBron. Like, the, you know, how? Yeah, I think you just got to blow right, right up.
1: Lakers going to be Shaving shit just like last year. Lakers I mean, are shit. Just they might like still be shit,
0: year. but Jesse's still saying that they're just at least going to be a little better than – you know, one game is better, right? <laughs>
2: I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. They'll make the playoffs. How's that? Uh,
0: playoff. No, or
1: sir. They will not make the playoffs.
2: I will say playoffs.
0: Playoffs. So they're going to be a top six team in the West.
2: No, no, no. Like, they, they go through the play-in. play, play in, and
1: Oh,
0: and make still make playoffs. it. Okay, okay. So no. they finish – Seven or lower, seven to ten, and make it into the playoff. Yes, that's what you're saying. Nope. Okay, all right. No, nope. no, nope.
1: nope. they're gonna be just as shitty as they were last year. I mean,
0: it's, they're both Both scenarios are possible. The other scenario is like they're one of the best teams in the league. That's also, <laughs> scenario, but I have my doubts uh, on that.
2: Where, where do you stand on this?
0: Uh, I'm thinking play in and I'm going to say just because of the experience, they'll probably do the same adjustment. They'll probably make the playoff because of their experience through the play-in. Yeah. But it's, I don't know how much, like, they're going to just be a little bit better just because it's, you know, you're not going to be heads over tails better if you're just squeaking in to the, uh, to the play-in. So, all right, 2019, bunch of rookies, good draft class. You had Zion, you had Jaw, our boy Jaw, uh, Darius Garland, they have all signed max designated rookie extensions with their original teams. Uh, so the Pelicans for for Zion, the Calves for Garland, and uh, the Memphis Grizz for a Jaw. So they all sign 193 million dollar contracts with possibilities to make up to 231 million dollars, uh, depending on each guy has a couple different things. So like Zion can do either All NBA Defensive Player of the Year. And there was one other thing. If he were to do one, MVP, I think if he does one of those three, then he'll get bumped up to the 231 million, um, where I think Darius Garland, all he has to do is be all NBA type thing. So, but I mean, either way, there's a lot of money on the table for these guys at 193 million, and they can definitely bump it up another, another chunk. And like Darius Garland, yeah, maybe, you know, I, I guess it's, it's worth it. Maybe not morant is for sure worth it, and the Zion I don't know you think it's worth it. he's a number one pick he was a beast in in college uh but I just don't know if he he's can stay healthy man.
2: that's the thing like, he's just he's just so massive and
0: yeah, he genius. has slimmed down over the past uh little bit here, like well well, he's been um. Recouping from injury and, and whatever, but he's a massive, massive boy. Mm-hmm.
2: So like, like you said, yeah. Out of the, all these guys, Jaws probably the only one, and then Zion has like monster potential.
0: Monster, yeah, for sure.
1: But he has to think. He, I'm not sure if you guys said, but he has to be healthy, Zion. I mean, mm. this guy he he was just pure dominant, but it's just I mean, he's guy's a big boy. Stay healthy, man, and let's let's see what this guy can do. Because I mean, being the number one pick, I mean, got to show your potential. But if you have not playing games because of injuries, oh, oh man!
2: Does she even know anyone else on the Pelicans? Like I'm trying, I'm drawing a blank here. That anyone else that's good that can actually help
0: him help his team? JV, Jonas Valanciunas, um. Uh, there is another. There is one more guy, for sure. That's
2: another. That's another guy that has injury history too, like of being hurt a lot.
0: I think he was all right this year, though. I think he was on the court.
2: He still, with for me, still carries that injury prone mm-hmm. like stamp. So just be, maybe if he doesn't, like you said, he's got to slim down
0: and um, get him some help so he doesn't do everything.
1: Well, what was his issue last year? Was it his knees or Brandon
0: Ingram? Is one of the other guys that's there, just came off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that it, his knees have been issues because he's so fucking big and he's a dunker, so he's you know, he's jumping up, he's coming down hard on those knees. So, I'm was, sure. that, was
1: that what it was this year, though? Was it his I, knees or is it not foot? sure?
0: I'm not sure, Kev. Unfortunately, I do not know. It's not into uh. Checking out his injury history before the before the show. My bad, I should have thought I would have had the answer for you. All right, the Raptors. They have re-signed Thaddeus Young, two-year deal, eight million dollars uh, base for both seasons, plus five hundred G's in incentives, and just a million of it is uh, guaranteed in 2023-24, 20, which makes it pretty uh, valuable. Like a, it's a value deal, not valuable, but a value deal. And you know he's he's just gonna he's a solid guy he's a solid player serviceable he's not gonna wow you we all know what you're gonna get out of him but he's also like another coach out there because he's he's old and experienced and um, I don't mind this it's pretty cheap yeah it's very cheap uh, yeah and no so no no real complaints here uh, for me next up the uh, oh I don't know why I have Boucher Boucher but Boucher <laughs> Chris Boucher has re-signed with the Raptors. Uh, he did look like one of the summer's most interesting free agents because of his versatile skill set. You know, obviously his uh, his offensive rebounding, shot blocking, and three point shooting is great, and that makes you know, like I said, that skill set makes it uh, enticing for other teams. So obviously, Masai said, nope not going out, not going to make it to the uh, to the free market here." Uh, or, or we wanted to talk to him real early in the in the in the free agency, which is great. And so we got him, got him back three years, thirty five point two five million, and I have zero problem with signing the old Canadian boy back to the TO Raptors. I like it. Um, you know what they were saying was some of the the uh, big thing with with Boucher is because he's so versatile and he can play. You know, he can play forward in the regular season, but he goes also jump in and play a center spot uh, in the playoffs if need be. And that's—I mean—we've seen that in Nick Nurse's system where it's—it's a, it's a move everybody around and put put. You know, you're going to play in some odd spots, but and then some other guys flourish and and can play it play that spot. So it uh, Boucher has been a nice addition with our team over the last uh, last while here, and we're going to see him for another three years, barring a trade. And I don't have any problem with that. I cannot wait to hear. Jack Armstrong say Boucher for the first time in 2022 2023. Uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully right after he says, Bonjour. <laughs> 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 what do you guys think on uh, on Thad Young and and uh, Boucher being re signed?
1: Good. I like it. I mean, they're young. I mean, I like the uh, the old guy. I mean, like you said, Yosh, he's got some, you know, tenure, he's got some, you know, skills you can sit there and pass on to the youngins. I mean, Toronto's only gonna get strong. We won one. We can definitely do another one. It's just a matter of getting that uh the chemistry, the right people on the court. Um what do you think? Like, um I'm, I'm sure there's a KD thing still coming into this, but yep. can Toronto land KD? And if they do, what do they need to did to, are they gonna have to get rid of people to do so, or can they do it without getting rid of Hundred percent. Let's
0: leave KD because we're almost there. But hundred percent, we got a conversation about KD. <laughs> One more Katie. time,
2: just, yeah. just shut up about KD. Yeah, we got, got hard on. <laughs> well, oh, I, I got... knew that it was
1: going to be a big topic, so I got I got some cooking in the background, man. So like, just uh, yes, I I smell the KD going, and I was just wondering <laughs> what's going on with KD. And
2: gotta take that pot off the lid. <laughs> uh, so I, what I think of this is. It doesn't move the needle for me in either direction. Uh, Thad Young, uh, when we got him, I was like, meh. Yep. Like, I was – I'd rather have that uh, first round pick that we had um, just to pick. Like, I know we only moved up a couple spots. Yeah. It wasn't too many. But it was still – those spots could have been useful, I would have thought. And, like, he had some experience. He helped definitely out in the playoffs a little bit. Obviously not enough. And getting to the playoffs, too. Boucher, like you said, he's versatile, but he doesn't do any of those things like one at a very, very well. Yeah, he
0: doesn't excel at any of them. Like, he's yeah. not a superstar at anything.
2: And thing. that's like, it's awesome. He, and that's what makes him so good for the Raptors because they exchange people out all the time. Like, Nurse is always mix, mixing and matching where his players are. And someone like Barnes can really thrive in that. And Boucher does a pretty good job, too. Mm-hmm but I want someone that's going to, he's got a set role for the most part. Cause like sometimes he's getting tons and tons of rebounds and other times he's, he's not. And, or shooting, his shooting percentage from the three point line is pretty good. And then it's horrible. Uh Like the consistency with him is, is what bothers me. So don't get me wrong. Like I love Boucher, but he, uh, he he had a slow start last year, and I, I just, he just doesn't move the needle for me anymore. I like him because he's Canadian, uh, but I think we needed something big. Like, even the contract he signed is not that bad. No. Like, it's cheap, I, I think. For sure. And uh, so it's not horrible that we have him, but maybe, maybe we'll package
0: these guys up and get someone big. Maybe, but I, I think we'll get to that I in a minute, second. Jesse. Just calm down. Yeah, we'll <laughs> <fucking> relax, <laughs> Jess. I didn't say anything about KD. All right, so some trades in the NBA. Uh, the shitty Boston Celtics, Back Boston. Back Boston. they've acquired Malcolm Brogdon from the Indiana Pacers. Pacers get a 2023 first-round draft pick and five players from the Celtics in return. Wow. Including, yeah, lots of guys, including Sanil Daniel Tice and a 2020 or sorry, and the 2020 first round pick, uh, Aaron Naismith. So Brogdon's pretty damn good, a first style six foot five guard, and he will definitely help Boston a variety of ways, variety of ways offensively. Both as a passer and he is a career 37 plus 37 plus three point shooter. Uh, but like Boston already has, he's another long rangy defensive guy and that always bodes well for your defense if you got long arms and you can you can uh you know contain guys that's obviously uh, is a good thing so um there's that trade and you know like all the other guys are going back are meh it's just value you know value guys really like one of the other players is Nick Stauskas like he was from as we saw talking about last week I think like, he's Mississauga, but it's like he's, he's not, nothing. nothing you know? Massy he, Saugan. He's yeah, a Massy he, he was a pretty good player in Michigan, but didn't do much in the uh, the NBA. So some of those contracts are just going back for some cash and that uh, type of thing. Big trade, though, which we thought might uh, be coming to Toronto. There was rumors. Uh, Rudy Gobert. COVID. Well, Yeah, he's the COVID guy, right? He was the first one. So the Jazz has agreed to trade Gobert to the Minnesota T-Wolves in a big blockbuster that's going to pair him, uh, Gobert, that is, with fellow all-star big man, Cat Carl Anthony Towns. Wow. T-Wolves send Malik Beasley, Pat Bev, Jared Vanderbilt, Leandro Bumaro, and a number 22 pick, Walker Kessler, and four, count them, four first-round picks to the Utah Jazz. Ooh.
1: Is this guy that good? I mean he's amazing really? defense. He do yeah. that good. Awesome. Yeah. He's to remarkable. get rid of like that many like the that amount of amount of players as it's well a as a pick. It's a That's lot. That's a lot for, for sure. one dude. Yeah.
0: So Utah gets picks, first round picks in 2022 or sorry 2023, 2025, 2027 and then a top 5 protected pick in 2029. And so Jess a while back you told us that you can't trade uh consecutive first round picks or consecutive second round picks. So these guys are saying, we're just taking Rudy. We don't need our first-round picks. We got Rudy, and we got Cat, and we we don't need any more first-round picks for the next
1: you know, three out of five years.
2: Taking the Rams approach on this. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. I think uh, they've gone on and fucked up there, bro. They gave a lot up. It sure. is a lot.
2: It is a lot, and I'm kind of glad because I really want to really go there uh, really badly for the Raptors because I think – Big big man center is what we've been asking for forever,
1: but
0: um, I wouldn't have. Get, I would have been upset with you. I would switch. have been upset
1: too. This is a lot. If, if I had a microphone out in front of me, man, I'd be licking my fingers and touching it, but I don't. So, <laughs> COVID. Yeah.
0: No, it's uh, it, it's a lot of players. It's a lot of picks. Like Malik Beasley, Pat Bev are not bad players at all the other uh you know the other two guys plus the pick like the late the latest pick and then of course all these new picks it's just nuts they're they're putting all their eggs in one basket here the jazz or sorry the uh the T wolves with uh with cat and rudy and we'll see how it goes with the the two big men there some big boys there in uh in minnesota so oh
1: yeah that's Uh, too much pressure on that rudy man i mean like holy fuck i mean i, I don't know and for, for me to walk in minnesota thinking i just got rid of four of your fucking players and a first round pick well how many of the picks they got? like 22 pick or walter right so that's huge dude that's huge to sit there and put on one dude to come in i mean your gm be either be is very smart or he's fucking really stupid
0: but he's not coming in there to save the franchise by himself like Carl no. Anthony Towns carried the team to yeah, to at least a, we, they got them under play in right so yeah. like adding Rudy is going to be huge and I, I get it's a lot to give up especially in the, Locking, the futures, right, but that's huge they're they're banking on the next four years or so three or four years of of Cat and Rudy and how, going out of Town
1: how old's Rudy? You're gonna put him at what? Is he is he still in his 20s or is he's he, a, he like I late 20s? In, uh, early? I'm gonna say he's in his
2: late 20s. And he's gonna be turning 30 pretty soon. That's so what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still got lots of time to play.
1: I mean, that's um, when you normally get your peak, right? They just say that within yeah, your 30s, you're you're on your prime. He's in
2: his prime for sure. Um, it, it it is a lot to give up, but that's what you got to do to get these guys that you need, right? Yeah. Um, and now it's setting precedent on what KD went through. I know we're gonna to get to him, but still
1: holy fuck Jesse. Relax on the KD, okay, man. We're Jeez. really close. We're really
2: close. I know. Oh. Uh just one other thing about uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon. Um I didn't think he would have been worth this much. Like he's he's a decent player, but like it seems like a lot that the Boston gave up to get him.
1: Fuck Boston.
2: Yeah, fuck Boston. But like I it, I'm not upset by it, but I just like I, I I don't mind him. Like, I would have liked if the Raptors got him because we need three-point shooting really badly or more people that can actually do that. But I didn't think he was all that that hot, but, like, he was a great three-point shooter and that's, like, kind of what you need, but it just, it seems like they gave up a lot for him to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, five players and a pick. You know, like I said, the pick, the players aren't shit-hot guys, right? So, it's really, it's the pick and then some some backups, really.
2: And one, one of the picks was a former first rounder, too. Yeah. I, I don't know where he was. Picking. Yeah, exactly. But still, like he obviously didn't work out. But It just seems, yeah, I don't know. I thought he was like a, like I want him, but I still thought that was a lot, too. It's not as much as Rudy, obviously. But
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> Rudy's is one of the better.
0: All right, so just to finish up on Rudy here, does this trade make Minnesota a top four team in the East? So what do you got? You got the Suns, you got the Warriors. No, 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 in the East. Oh, the East. Okay. Minnesota's in the East. So you got Miami. Uh, I don't even know. Philly, Philly. I guess, and Milwaukee, Boston, Minnesota, Toronto.
2: In the net we're assuming the nets are gonna fall apart
0: and then yeah whoever else like yeah who knows about the nets right they could be great they could be shit you know we don't know probably well i mean who knows maybe ben simmons and fucking kyrie hit it off and they fucking you know maybe they end up being good but anyway do you think so that is that because I think they finished seventh last year pretty sure that's what they where they finished and then and then went into the play and lost pretty sure so they didn't make the playoff. So does this push them up into that upper, at least into the playoff, like make the play out of the top six?
1: I don't really think one player does that, though, man. I don't think one player can sit there and, and just make that team that much better. There's five on the court. It's not a one-player sport. I don't yeah. see this just making Minnesota that much better. But, I mean... They can definitely put him in contention. I mean, if like, how long is Rudy signed for? Would you say, Yosh? It's going to be a few years for sure. So let's say, let's say like Rudy's 30. So what, he's going to be like 34, 35 by the time his contract's done with Minnesota. He... It's probably
0: more like 33 when he's done, but something okay. like that ish.
1: So ish. ish. So, like I said, let's, let's say that like Rudy's 30 and the amount of years that he has there. I, I don't think that this is gonna help Minnesota. I mean, like some of these people you got rid of, maybe they're they're a diamond in a rough. But
2: yeah, I mean it's possible. Not really. Like Malik Beat Beasley, maybe, or, or Patrick Beverly.
0: I don't want to know. help man, I'm drunk on that. I, they're in the fucking West. I thought a hundred. That's what I thought they
1: were. Yeah, the it's... one's you fucking challenged, you motherfuckers. Uh... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm dumb. I don't know why I, I thought that they were God these.
2: easy I was like, look,
1: look at you, fucking Jesse. You could have got you know another one there. And but again, I I really don't think that Rudy's I, gonna help him.
2: You know what I was afraid of was because uh, Josh definitely was more basketball than I, <laughs> I. was just like you know what he didn't was, me. Yeah, was I was completely wrong. Like,
0: and now I'm looking at this and saying like, are they? You know, I mean, the Jazz, I would think, are going to drop off a bit
1: now. For sure they are. Right? I mean, now that Rudy's gone.
0: So maybe those two swap it out. Like, But Minnesota was seventh. Utah was five. Like, you get the Suns, the Grizz, the Warriors, the Mavs, the Nuggets, you know, Pelicans if the fucking Zion could stay healthy. And then the Clippers now, like, you know, who knows what they can do if they stay healthy. It could be a tough conference for sure, but
1: like, I, got, I don't think one player is going to make a, a big deal for a team. I mean, look what the, the Jerry actually did. I mean, like, you brought all those fuckers on, and what did they do? Nothing.
0: Yeah, but is a different player, though. Like, he's a yeah. center. He doesn't need the ball in his hands, right? He's not the guy that has to have it. He's not the guy that
1: that wants it. You
0: know, all go and make it. take this game. Like, he takes the game over, but he doesn't take it over from a – Dribbling and fucking hand right. standpoint, like yeah. just like, give me the ball and I'll just dunk it. <laughs> well, he is
2: like one of the best rebounders in the league,
0: yeah, for sure. He's consistent double double, like
1: just about every fucking night,
2: and and he gets like the most rebounds too for any player in the NBA. Like he's
0: he's because
1: everybody's tough. afraid of him, man. I mean, the guy started covet. What the fuck? I get away from him, too.
2: He's got the monkey box now, too. So <laughs> <The> monkey box. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, really fucking good. So, now that we're on the, the correct conference. My bad.
1: Uh, yeah, you're bad, Minnesota
2: <laughs> in the top four. So, yeah, like I said, we got Phoenix, uh, Warriors, we got Grizzlies, like, and then you, the
1: Mavericks, really. Bro. Yeah, yeah but, maybe, but then you got you Minnesota? Know. I mean... Like you, I don't. Also, like you said,
2: you got the clip. They got the clip, which might be pretty good this year as long as and the Lakers, so like it's if those guys get hurt again from both LA teams, then they have a chance to be in that fourth spot. I, think.
1: I wouldn't even count the Clippers, uh, not the Clippers. I wouldn't even count the Lakers in, man. I don't know why you guys are sitting there saying that they're going to.
2: But they, can, the thing is, what we're saying is they can Potential. overcome as sure. long as they stay stay healthy. But
1: what? Like, I mean, the average age on the, the, the geriatrics is what, in their 30s, thirty-five It's so funny
2: watching you just de- berate people that are old. Because... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I'm old. I can understand. I mean, like, I know the wear and we tear on the game, the wear and tear on that on that game or on that team is just. I just don't. I just don't see the Lakers doing much. But what you guys are talking about, Minnesota being a top four East, maybe.
0: No, West,
1: West, West. Sorry.
2: Yeah, we maybe. <laughs> I it, it's possible, man. It, it, you, you obviously got the, the top three teams right there with mm. the Warriors, Suns, and 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 that fourth spot is definitely open.
1: Well, I, I'll, I'll say this I'll say Minnesota is definitely better than um, the Jazz this year.
0: Well, yeah. That should, should we'll, be. We'll
2: see whatever happens after 2029.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Colbert is 30. Uh and he signed a five-year contract uh with the jazz so that it would end in 2026. So they've got him for things for four years. so and so he'll be 30 34. So yeah, he's still Still in he'll be winding down his career after
1: that. Well, maybe that might send him to the fucking Lakers. Maybe, maybe keep on that geriatric fucking trend.
0: All right, now to the topic you've all been waiting for.
1: <laughs> Who's in the box? No,
0: no Kevin's dinner. All. The KD's got oh. cooking in the fucking oh, KD. In the kitchen. That's right. That's
1: right. All, all right. KD.
0: So as aforementioned, Kevin Durant has requested a trade out of Brooklyn. His preferred destinations are Phoenix
1: or Miami. I said that already. Where would you guys like to see him go? I mean, if Toronto can't pick this guy up, that would be something. I mean, that would be something, honestly. That Toronto would put them, I think, back into that realm of, you know, championship status.
0: It puts any team in championship status with fucking KD on their team, man. But even you're, the you're, Lakers. You're,
1: you're talking injury prone with this guy, though, man. If the guy who can stay healthy and blah, blah blah blah, but I would, I mean, if if Toronto can land them, who 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 would you be really giving up in Toronto to get him? And and one, would he really come to Toronto? I mean, like who who you who'd you be giving away? I mean, you're, you're obviously giving away some good prospects, money or picks. Barnes is going
2: no anywhere. We know that.
0: I um, uh, wouldn't necessarily throw anything out the window, but I would hope he doesn't go anywhere. I would I
2: would assume that that he looks like a genius taking Barnes before. Suggs. So he's gonna he's gonna keep that genius and just fucking
0: I would think so. I would hope so, but you never know.
2: But uh, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying that they won't trade for KD. Challenge no.
1: We're pretty fucking close here, boys. Uh
2: but you're definitely giving up like I I think what they should do is get rid of Van Lee. Not get rid of, but like trade for him, and then maybe you can get uh, Boucher in there with uh, Thad, and then you're throwing in Gary probably and OG.
1: So you're talking about basically it's going to be like another Rudy Gobert in regards yeah, to just players. dumping five players either. and impossible picks just to land KD. You're
2: probably going to throw a first in there too.
0: Yeah, it's not going to be cheap to get KD, so. I don't know. I would think it's either going to be Fred would have to go or Pascal would have to go uh, one or the other.
1: Which Uh, one would you rather get rid of Pascal or Fred? I mean, which one would, I mean, I'd rather get rid of Pascal. I'd rather get rid of Freddie. I think, I mean, I I love them both. Yeah.
2: Why?
1: I mean, KD would probably do that and then some. From what um, Pascal can do,
0: uh, KD can do everything though. So he could be the three point shooter if we need him to be.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
2: definitely have to be if we got rid of. Him.
1: And that, that's what I find very sad with the uh, the NBA. It's all about you know the three point fucking shot now. It's not about you know your your paint domination or you know mid range,
2: all, all last year, it didn't work. But it, I, I, exactly. And they weren't big enough either, though. That was too.
1: But I mean, it's just this. Three points, three points, three points. I mean, is that what the game's gone to? Is just three points and dunks? I mean,
2: wins. That's how you win games. Yeah, well, it's by having a higher score.
1: Then it, it's going to be that that common fucking shit. Move the three point line back.
0: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, All right, so I think – I'm going to say if they can make something happen, it's going to be – this is what my trade proposal would be. Uh, Freddie, I don't want to, but OG. um, Maybe a guy like Flynn or Blanton.
1: It's like a bench player.
0: Right, another bench player, and then probably a first-round pick, which is a lot. Yeah, You know, two capable starters in OG and and uh, Freddie. That basically matches the same output as what you're going to get out of KD.
1: So if they say KD does come, do you think KD molds this new draft pick center that Toronto got? Like kind of gives him a little bit of the ropes? I mean, KD's
0: not a center, so...
1: Well, I mean, he's a big boy. I mean, you can definitely teach him his position.
0: I mean, I'm sure he'll he'll help, but that's what the coaches are for, right? Like, KD needs to a stay healthy, get work on his body, but he's got to work on his own game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's obviously teaching when a teaching point is there, but um, you know, that's what the staff is for to teach the kid how to play. Plus, he already knows how to play. Like, he's he's in there. Fucking. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that, that's your farm team, I guess. You kind of say besides the 905 or.
0: I mean, it's not really a farm team, but it's where you pick your players from. Like it's the yeah. it's the player pool, right? That, that was so. That's my th- my thought on if he were to come to Toronto. I don't think he's coming to Toronto. No, um, I think uh, he probably. KD always has. He's a Twitter guy too, right? So he's got he's keeps hard-ons. He keeps grudges, and I think uh, one of you guys mentioned it yesterday when we were out golfing, or was that, sorry that was today. Jesus. Um, Challenge! <laughs> but, uh, you can tell that Josh had a lot of sun today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <that's right. laughs> um. Oh, shit, I lost my train of thought.
1: I smelt that one, too, Yosh. Yeah, hey, uh, did you? Yeah, R- man. My brain
0: fart. Sorry, I was <laughs> I was thinking about golfing and how fun it was. and it was. Completely, completely lost my train of thought there on KD. He said that uh, someone had said that he
2: might not go to a specific team because he's on Twitter.
0: Oh, because of his fucking! Remember when he busts up his uh, it was his, his Achilles, wasn't it? That was against Toronto. Oh, in that, Toronto. Yeah, no, so, I said that. Yeah,
2: I said that. So maybe,
0: maybe he's like fuck you guys. He made you know laughed at me, made fun of me when I had a major injury. And who knows? Yeah, we could be assholes. I,
1: I say I would say honestly, he not coming to Toronto would be nice. I mean, that could be a possible championship once again, but if. If it is the destinations that I'm seeing on my screen here, Phoenix or Miami, I'd probably say he's going to go to Miami. I mean, it's, it's Miami's a great team. You got, you know, I called them. They should have, like, like, I called them for the, the win last, like this year, but they should have. But I think Miami's your probably better bet. You got your better shots of winning a championship there than you would be coming to Toronto.
2: I'm gonna go with Phoenix. I think Phoenix is the more talented team. They're gonna have to give up a, a bunch of stuff for him, but I think you'd rather go there than go to Miami. Like, maybe not. I, I still think Phoenix. I I guess like there's still there's great players all over the place in both these guys, but I think Phoenix is the more has the more talent. And you you, you said that Aiton was did he sign or did he?
0: No, I think he's a free agent right now. Oh, is he? I think so, yeah.
1: What do you mean do you think? Challenge, fuck off. No, he's not. I, I mean, think he was asking me the-
0: a question. And right. I don't
1: well, know. No, you don't know. I'm gonna throw a challenge just because we need one.
0: What are you challenging?
1: Um nothing. <laughs> I'm like,
0: what? All right. So here's why well, take uh I think he's gonna reunite with Steph and Clay. I think no he's gonna
1: way back to San Francisco. No way, yeah. No way he does that. I
0: did hear about
1: it. If he does, man, that's just what just. Uh...
0: what's wrong with that, man?
1: Dynasty, it's a dream I mean, team again. Man. Yeah, it's, like a, it's unfair. Well, just, yeah, the reason just... that
2: they lost against the Raptors was because they, they were so hurt. There were so many guys hurt on that team at that time.
0: And the Raptors were awesome,
2: best team in the league. They were, they were awesome, but uh, he he had a lot of issues when he left there, so that'd be weird. Do they want to deal with that drama again? I mean, win championship, right?
0: Fixes a lot of things. They just
2: showed that they don't need him. The guy, right? Wiggins,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: and Wiggins would be a guy going back the other way for sure, Mm -hmm. for sure. All right, gents, let's go back to some baseball. We're going to move into our penalty box here. Holy fuck, baseball again? Yep, lots of baseball. Oh, wow. it's, the only, it's only the only live sport going on right now, other than, like, tennis and golf. And last week, you were... It sounded like you had your fill of golf, Kev.
1: <laughs> I did.
0: All right, so, Freddie Freeman's former agent, Casey Close. He his
1: former, so you did get rid of him? Yes,
0: he fired his ass. Uh, so he is in the penalty box this week. Uh, Fox Sports radio host Doug Gottlieb tweeted an alleged bombshell of why the aforementioned Dodger star Freddie Freeman abruptly fired his agent Casey Close. Uh, the agent obviously said, Nope, that did not happen, but basically said that uh, Freddie Freeman never told. Sorry, Casey Close never told free, Freddie Freeman about the Braves' final offer when they were, he was going through free agency uh, last year, the beginning of this season, I suppose. And that's why Freddie Fireman fired him. Obviously, Freddie was a, was a career Atlanta Brave uh, before moving over to the Dodgers. He is definitely emotional every time you see him in Atlanta or anything to do with Atlanta. He absolutely loves the city, loves the fans, loves the people. And for him to be blindsided by his, his uh, agent here, you know, obviously the bonds of trust are gone. And uh, so he fired his ass and I would have done the exactly the same thing. You know, it, it turns out, you know, what you assume here is that Casey close who's saying, well, we can get more money in LA in LA and, and but he makes more money, all right? The commission is larger, so Casey Close does better and you know pads his pocketbook a little more. Um, Close obviously assumed, as I would have assumed, that Freddie would take an an Atlanta deal, even if it was a little less than than in LA. And so that's why uh, he has made this box because you got to tell your got to tell your clients all the all the deals. Uh, obviously, Close has counter with a statement saying that there's no truth to what this uh, Fox radio host Gottlieb has uh, recklessly tweeted, as it says, and he says that he would testify to that under oath and he and XL uh, Sports or Sports Management, whatever the hell it's called, they're currently evaluating all the legal options on this matter of, uh, you know, talking shit, basically, I'm not sure how, what the ramifications will be of there, but uh, yeah, exactly. So, so that's definitely possible. Um, but no matter which way that rolls out, if, if anything were to come legally, this guy's staying in the fucking penalty box, because I mean, obviously if it's not true. Maybe we should rescind the penalty box. We probably won't, but, <laughs> but he's gotta be in the box. for not telling Freddie Freeman, all your options here. And, and being uh, what we assume is being just among money hungry agent.
1: Yeah, man, that's fucked up. That's fucked up for an agent to sit there and do that to your client. I mean, that that's just messed up, man. I mean, everything that you said, Josh, anything that comes on the table to your agent, you go straight to your fucking player. I just... You can tell Freddie was pissed. I mean, like you said, man, and Freddie would probably love to sit there and stay in Atlanta than going to LA. For sure. But it's but, uh, just unbelievable as an agent that can sit there and do that. I mean, would you think that other players that this guy represents is not going to sit there and do the same thing. Like how many other opportunities have you given me or told me that, you know, I'd rather sit there and stay with this team, but you're telling me that, you know, this, this give me more money. I mean, that's just, that's just not right for an agent. That's just pretty fucked up. I mean, knowing that this happened to Freddie, me being this, this guys, I mean, as my agent, I'd be second guessing right now. For sure, so man. Your, your
0: trust is for sure gone,
1: yeah. So, like I said, with me being this, like they having him as, as that agent, who knows, man? I mean, like, I, I don't know if I can trust him anymore. I'd probably want to help too, just because hey, of what Freddie did.
2: He might start losing some clients for sure, right now. Um, I know me and Yosh were on the same thing at the beginning of the season, or when the free agency had opened, and we were like, Freddie's not going anywhere, he no. just won a world series. There's not a chance lands going let him get away. And then the bombshell broke of them trading for Matt Olson. And then we were like, what the... And then they gave him a monster contract. And we're like, what the hell just happened? So uh-huh. it, it was wild. And no one thought that this was the case. And yeah, I would be pissed. I wonder that, like, I would assume the agent has to give... Their client that every single deal that's offered to them, you would think, unless the or, client
0: says like I, I don't, don't bother showing me anything that's under four years and under three hundred million dollars or whatever, you know what I mean. Whatever the dollar yeah, yeah. is, like
2: right. But it's his, it's, it's his former team, like team right. he's been with the whole time. So you'd think that he would be he'd be inclined to listen to any offer that they had given Atlanta for sure. Fucking yeah, great. you would assume great.
0: Freddie would have said, "I want to hear anything from yeah. from Atlanta for sure."
2: But even. Like the number, there was. Uh, I remember one of the first got reported that uh, there might have been a deal that happened uh, with Atlanta giving it to them, and then the number, like there, there, it was all. There was no, no one like said yes. This is true, but there was a deal, is what I remember hearing. And then when they went and signed with uh, L.A., like I heard the number, the numbers weren't that much different. Like okay. it, it was definitely less for sure because. Like you said, it, it doesn't make sense for him to unless he's colluding, but I doubt it. Um to, to go he was gonna go with the fatter paycheck for sure, the or give it to his client, Freddie. So I I I can't believe that this guy would do this. Like Freddie just got you a bunch of money and stuff like that. And now you
1: you, you fuck him you over. Did, you did
2: him dirty. And now he's now he's not doing any business with you. And like you said, there could be more repercussions russians because uh how you did freddie dirty and other clients might be like I don't what, think what you're good for me representation
1: what did freddie sign for la because I'm, I'm with me just thinking of this i mean let's say he does his one stint with la and goes back to atlanta
2: how many years did he signed with
1: yeah
0: i mean it's always possible i'm not sure what the contract was nor his his age so um
1: I mean, for me, I'd I'd rather go back to Atlanta after this year. I mean, that's that's the team I'd rather be playing with. He's, and it's a because...
2: multi. It was multi year. I know that. Yeah. So it's sure. not. He's not like he's a free agent at the end of this. He was going for a multi year.
0: I yeah. know that. And I mean, there's a chance like the Dodgers are pretty good, so there's a chance that they could win. The championship. Yeah. I mean, so then that's, it's like, that's well, now what do you do?
1: Right? Like that's probably one of the big reasons why he probably wanted to go to L.A. is because they have that opportunity of winning again. But don't you think Atlanta would have had that same shot if Freddie was still there? I mean, again, one player doesn't make really a team.
2: Year. Atlanta's doing very good this year, yeah. still. Right. So hey, I think Acuna just got hurt, too, though. So, but, he's, uh, but they, didn't, they didn't need him last year. They won him again. Him Are you year.
1: sure? I think he just, I thought he just came back. Will you someone fuck a challenge? Are you sure? I'll challenge.
0: I'm pretty sure he, he just got hurt. Okay. I think he just came off the deal or IL like within the last week That's- or so.
2: Yes. What? Well, someone find that out. We got we we okay. got
1: a someone someone can look this up, but I don't want to throw this out there too, only because it's just uh in regards to like uh oh what the hell was I gonna talk about? Fuck it. Challenge that. Yeah, look it up. I was gonna say something else. Oh yeah, yeah. With the NFL. I know there's a big huge thing about one of the owners. Why oh, you guys are oh, looking this Schneider. up. Can't the NFL do anything to the owner because I mean the NFL is sitting there saying that they, I guess people want this guy fired or or get this guy out of that that management, but they can't because he's the owner. But they, still, doesn't the this NFL? The, can, NF, the NFL can
2: force them out. They've done it before.
1: But the the. Guy said, um, "No, we can't do anything about the NFL owner. We can't do anything about the owners. We can do shit about the players, but we can't do anything about the owner. Like, I don't know the whole like the four one one on regards to this guy, but I know he's not a good dude. But I know the um, the commissioner to the NFL is so sitting saying we can't kick him out. We can't tell that owner to leave and get another." owner to come in
0: well i mean you can't just have a fucking there's not everybody with a three billion dollars right? yeah like, or whatever right. so jess i just went on to our uh, cbs um fantasy thing that was the quickest way to find some news about acuna uh he was two for three two days ago in his return yes yeah, so Says back in lineup on friday
2: he got hurt. And then he was he was out uh, uh, he got hurt last Sunday and then he was out and it was it was said that he was supposed to return for uh, this against the CNC. So he, he did miss a couple games. He never went on an IL, but he did miss a couple games.
0: So who wins? Because <laughs> I had to just say he got hurt, <laughs> but And I said he just came back. Which you're right. Which you're right. right. (laughs) So is it a wash, or like I don't know? You said he was hurt. He was, and I said he came back, and he came back. I think that's a wash. I don't know, Kev. You got you're the you're the uh, the judge here.
1: Wash it, fuck it. I mean, yeah. I was just, yeah. What, what else you do? You can give each of us a plus.
0: No, <laughs> I like how Josh no. is always pushing that. <laughs> what? What we would give a minus if we were both wrong, you'd give us both minuses. So, why well, would you know you? what?
2: Maybe no. we got to re look at these rules too because we were talking about it too. Like, uh, uh, what's Kevin's gonna get a point today because of that avalanche win. And he thought it was two points. I was like, no, no, no. no it's just I, I, only, I only got one, but we definitely need to increase that because it's been crazy how like often we've been calling shit. Because you got the NBA, I got a few things, and now Kevin had the NHL. Yep,
0: yeah. we're fucking accurate, fucking professionals. I know.
2: It's, it's like we know what we're talking
0: about. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Only in the future, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just shitty to lose a fucking minus on regards to no challenges i mean i had to talk about
0: that was a challenge
1: but nothing happened doesn't it matter it was a challenge because
0: th- we, we right. never all said right. you all have right. to get right. right. do we all ever right. say that right. you had there had to be a, a minus or a plus all, all, all right. right it was just all a challenge
1: right challenge right? Right. challenge to Washington. i still got that all right all right okay i'll go good that's good yeah. for all of us right all right yeah <laughs> we didn't get minuses today
0: <laughs> all right
2: Josh,
0: I never realized how hot you're on my trail. Yeah, man. I'm right behind you, brother. All right. So points, penalty, scores. Uh, we did just have that, that challenge, which was a wash because we both said the right thing. Um, this is awesome. Kevin, as uh, as Jesse just mentioned, Kevin is going to get a plus one for calling Colorado the Colorado Avalanche back in the day uh, to back win in the this day. year. Well, whatever, earlier this year, whatever. whatever. Uh, I guess what was earlier last year. Gives me a so one you're gonna get a plus one for that, Kev. We That's also right. played a round of golf. Uh, shout out to Clint who taught us how to play golf today, <laughs> as he whooped our asses. And uh, yeah, he, he did a he, did, he played all right. You know, shitty on his stand compared to his standards, I guess. Uh, he didn't seem like he was too happy with his round, but he stomped us. So, uh, but I ended up pulling the big W today, even though I didn't have a great round myself. What did I have here? I had a shitty 106.
1: I wouldn't say that out loud, Yosh. I just did
0: a shitty 106. You did it again. Yep. And then you guys had an even (ugalhampton] shitty. You guys tied in second. I guess third. Second in points penalties. So you guys somehow both get a plus one. All right. Which uh, Pete's not going to be happy that we gave out four points instead of just three points. But. It is what it is. Fuck him. You should, uh-huh. should have been here. You <laughs> should have been playing golf with us. He would have
1: challenged me on that on golf for sure that he played for the Islanders. I know for a fact Pedro would have done that. I mean, maybe Petey knows. No, Petey Pete don't Pete know shit. Petey don't know shit about the NHL. <laughs> All
0: right. So that means that, uh, like I said, no no challenge points. So today, Kev, you, you put up a plus two. Jesse had a plus one. And I put up a plus two. So Ew. on the season now uh pete is firmly in the basement at a minus five you kev you had a minus four you're adding two you're now at a minus two you jesse you're a plus a one you had a plus eight so you're at a plus nine and i had a plus two today plus three prior which puts me at a plus five i'm hot on jesse's trail i don't think i've ever been this far in the positives um, <laughs> um, hey here. <laughs>
1: i'm here i'm i'm excited i'm no longer in
0: that basement and you got three strokes on fucking Petey, man like that's that's pretty good <laughs> yeah.
2: He, he, yeah he pulled it out too in the last hole i had two strokes on him and fucking you hit a massive bomb drive yeah. that was fucking
0: that
1: it was your best the- shot all day all yeah, day.
2: You were struggling with your driver for the most part, then you just decided to pull it out. And then I missed the fucking bogey part.
1: It's all good. I'd take that plus one with a tie with you any day, Jesse. No problem. It's not, it's not a bad thing. No, because I, I didn't I, chirp I, at all. I'm not really worried about
2: you. It was more it was more,
1: uh, Yosh. A-yosh? No, Ayosh wasn't chirping at all again today. You didn't
0: chirp again, and you didn't lose. So, it's, uh, it, it seems like this is a a thing. Trend. To, yeah. yeah, it's Just a trend. Shit exactly. Shut the fuck up. When you chirp, you lose. When you don't chirp, you don't lose. You lose. <laughs> yeah, <you> don't necessarily <laughs> win, but you don't lose. So, all right, guys, that's uh, that's pretty well the show. We got to do the last thing. We'll start up with our bitch, Mister Jesse.
1: How was your drink? With the uh, new vamped MVP.
2: Yeah, the new vamped MVP. Very good good stuff
1: i'd like to try do. it yo i'd like to try it jesse we're we gonna get well, that again or it's what it's
2: gonna no we're not but oh. it's gonna be in stores the new recipe fairly soon and they're still doing that five percent donate towards uh, that's awesome sports organizations and the new recipe with the corn is good they're Very, very good
1: so nice
2: definitely look for it in your store soon should be there
1: i will Anytime. I will. I'll definitely buy a box of MVP just because.
2: All righty, so Kev.
1: Nope.
2: Well, you don't want it. No, to me, bro. Why? It's oh, got to go in order.
0: Got to go in booze Josh. order. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All righty, Josh. What did you? What beer did you have? You were just talking about the.
0: Well, no, I did talk about my beer as well. So it started off with I had a little sipper of my old Murphy's Law caramel here. Had a nice little glass of that uh, throughout the show, and then I also Kev's rocking the hoodie. As I said, we went on a tour. Check out the uh, social media for some photos and stuff of our of our time at Murphy's Law. But uh, afterwards, as as I mentioned before, we went to a brewery down the road called Rural Roots and Elmira. This is called Sailor's Delight. It is very fruity. It's a six percenter. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good stuff. I enjoyed it. Liked it a lot. Um I'm gonna to continue to drink it. I'm almost done here, so it's good. Six percent good for uh good for middle of the road today. Plus you know, plus the Murphy's loss, so maybe bumps it up a little bit, but but we'll still give Kev the the imported championship today. How was That's your twice. drink, Kev?
1: That's twice. That's twice that they had the uh, the strongest so far.
0: Only twice,
1: only twice. Oh
0: my god, I've had one at so many times I don't even count.
1: No, whatever. Now, this is it uh an imported from Holland. It is an 86, which we all know back in the day with our cooking experience. An 86 is what? On cotton. That's right. So I had an 86 original, extra strong beer. It an 8.6 as well. I like it. It was like got a nice little cat or some kind of wolf or something there on the front. Decent, liked it. It is strong. After like today's golf game, I'm back to where we were then, dude. I'm right on ripped. Like it. Love it. Do it again. 86.
0: a boy, Kev. 8.6. Takes the cake today. Very even prepared? though it's imported. Even though it's imported, it's not a local beer. No. Whatever.
1: Just be ready for next week, boys. I got another strong. Oh, a few shit. strong ones.
0: Oh shit! He's he's ready? warning ready, us Jesse? now. Now he's warning us when he's got a big yeah.
1: heavy hitter.
2: What, like if, if you're bringing all these heavy hitters, why aren't you challenging more?
1: I don't so have just to
2: fish fishing people.
1: Dude, man, I had that lure out there, and Josh was about to bite, but I knew for a fact if pay Pe- Pedro was on the episode, he would have bitten on that like a motherfucker, and he would have lost.
2: I'm just saying, man. If you're you need to keep making bolder claims so
1: that we can try and challenge you on other stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kev. I, I, get I'm drunk no longer, and make stupid decisions. So. I am no longer in the basement. That's that's my yeah. Yep, that's Pete's yeah.
0: territory now. He's the basement dweller for sure. As long as you don't fuck up. Kev, really, if you get another good golf round, that's gonna be a, you know another point
1: or two, right? Well, we figured that, you know, with next week, Jesse and I will go out. And because it's just Jesse and I, it's going to be awesome because Jesse wins. He gets two. If I don't win, I get one. No. What do you mean, no? <laughs> no. How's that? What do you mean, no? I love, I love one them. and zero would be. What do you mean, one and zero? One and zero. <laughs> we did, if there's the three of us, it's two, one, zero. If right. it's just going to be just Jesse and I, it should be a two and a one. No. You guys are not there. Somebody's got to have a zero. Or a minus. <laughs> I, I disagree, Jesse. Oh, so
2: the minus comes here, not like not when it's a three person.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah. Huh.
0: I don't know. We'll have to talk with P D on that one. we we'll to get the fight You know, we'll vote on the full ruling on that. That yeah, sounds Jake. like free points if you just going exactly, with two guys. exactly. So if I just go by myself, am like, "Hey boys, I went out and played today. I got two points. Like I got to play four times a week. I come in, all right, guys. I got 16 points this week. <laughs> played a bunch of rounds by myself. Fuck, I was good. I <laughs> was good. I shot an 89. I, I won with a 130. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. All right. Well, for you two goops, my boy, Kev, my boy, Jesse, and our other boy who's MIA today back in Newfoundland taking care of his baby PD. Yes, like to pleasure. thank everybody for listening. Please subscribe on YouTube right up in here, wherever you get your podcasts, you know, Spotify, Apple music, all that good stuff or Apple podcasts. I should say it's not a music show. It's not music. <laughs> Google podcasts. You do there. Go, go there. Give us a like, and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at points, penalties. And until next week, stay out of the penalty, penalty box. box.